singer screams And I drink a toast to the ghost of all the things I have seen Cause we are all trying so hard to be all the things that we're not Like pretty and smart and clever and hard When we're all just weak and lost And I am at it again back to sin and I am at it again trying to let the demons win hello hello hi my name is Nathaniel South and we are at it again uh, it has been a hot minute, two weeks since the last episode. Uh, I had two weeks ago, I had some car problems, uh, serpentine belt kind of shredded on me and I needed to replace that. And it w- was just, it's one of those things like it's so hard to focus on other stuff when you have car things that you need to do. It just, it just is, um, and then, um, last weekend I had just a terrible head cold and couldn't talk, couldn't really function. So, and you know, thought about trying to muscle through it and then, you know, this is, this is a free podcast that I don't get paid for. So I took that as a good reason to, you know, just not and take care of myself a little bit. But, um, I'm back. We're back. Uh, gonna, gonna take a one week break from doing deep dives into loon songs. Uh, probably next week we'll, uh, we'll finish up, um, with, uh, whatever happened to the Emerald city. Um, and, uh, that'll be the last song on, um, the, uh, uh, don't give up the ship. Uh, but, uh, this, this week right now, I just wanted, you know, this may not be a very long episode, but, um, I was listening to, uh, it could happen here this week as I, as I do every day. And they were interviewing, uh, somebody from Asheville, North Carolina. And, um, they were talking about um uh Sarah uh from Asheville uh North Carolina who is a uh, activist I can't remember if they were food not bombs um uh I believe they said they they're an anarchist I don't think everybody that got arrested I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh they were helping feed the homeless uh um houseless community in Asheville, specifically at a park. They would set up a table, coffee and and I, and I believe food and just kind of <clears throat> try and get people 
you know, tents, uh, blankets, uh, sleeping bags, coats, food, you know, just trying to help take care of our neighbors. And the police, uh, arrested a bunch of them, uh, specifically because they were helping homeless people. This is a very common thing. This is something police do. Uh, Police are the enforcers of the status quo and the capitalist system. They are... In our, in our current system and in most systems, they are usually lower middle class, maybe even poor, often almost almost never upper middle class uh, individuals who become police, which uh, allows them to get paid way more money than they usually would be able to uh, letting them kind of jump some ladder, some rungs of the ladder of the class system. And and in return, they break up unions. They beat up protesters. They target people trying to help build a system devoid of the state. Um, that is what they do. They do a lot of other things. Uh, they are racist as shit. They are violent as fuck. And as I was listening to this person talk about, um, being arrested and how they were treated, it, it gave me some, very palpable and and uncomfortable and unfun flashbacks to 2020. I I've I've often talked about how, you know, like a lot of us, 2020 was the year that like I was already pretty far down the radical road and the events uh around the George Floyd lynching and um the protests thereafter really hammered that home for me and I'll never be the same. And I would watch a lot of live streams. You know, I was doing the things that I feel I'm good at doing, which are usually using my big goddamn mouth and, um, giving money, uh, uh, trying to w- raise awareness and and then also trying to bear witness to just what was happening uh I, I i never saw myself and still don't see myself as a good candidate for any of that rough and tumble frontline shit i'm old i have bad knees <laughs> i'm large i'm slow i'm easily identifiable even if i'm all covered up like there's just a so many reasons why I don't make the uh, the ideal frontliner. 
but I watched a lot and I got to meet some people and get to know some people around the country. Um, and one of the things that, uh, it, it is very hard to watch cops and feds and national guards troops beat up unarmed civilians protesting for civil rights. Like, that's not fun in general. But towards the end of the summer, <clears throat> when when just no one would go home, and you could tell that the cops just wanted everyone to go the fuck home, I watched as the focus started to move to street medics. So in almost every city that had a sustained um, on the ground in your face protests, you had um, some level of organized <clears throat> street triage and street medics. People who are masked up and you know, covered up, but with obvious insignia, you know, the red cross and they would, they would either move through the crowd with their backpacks, triaging people, making sure people were getting water, dealing with dehydration, but then like rubber bullet hits, uh, gas grenade canister hits, baton hits, um, you know, tear gas, aftermath you know just real shit and they're good people like uh street medics are they're very good people i i don't i don't know how else to put it i'm i'm not saying that you can't find a street medic that's probably uh an asshole or has done shitty things but like in general <clears throat> the the people that I observed and listened to talk and interacted with online and such are are pretty pretty goddamn fantastic. Usually buying supplies with their own money, which are not cheap. Going out into harm's way to take care of people. Now some of them are also, you know, anarchists and and know that taking care of people keeps the movement going. Some are just, <clears throat> you know, lefties or peaceniks that just want to try and reduce harm. But they're good folks. And cops started targeting them. Uh, I could not find, I, I didn't spend a, a ton of time trying to find it, but I want, I, I was hoping to find a super cut. Just there's things I just should have saved back in the day that you just don't think why it's happening. Um, <clears throat> these super cuts of cops going up on tents where street medics have set up, you know, cots and water stations and all of that. And they're, puncturing water bottles and spilling them on the ground and 
confiscating medical supplies or destroying medical supplies. We're talking thousands and thousands of dollars of, you know, just bandages, uh, burn treatment. Uh, most of the street medics probably had, uh, stuff to deal with, uh, you know, bleeding wounds. And so now you're dealing with like quick clot and so on and so forth. Like, you know, stuff that if you have a big, you know, packed up setup, like that's lots and lots of money and cops would get it and rip it up. They'd destroy it. They'd beat up the medics. They'd arrest the medics. And the reason I I I want to talk about this is um, I am one of those folks that thinks that things are getting bad. They're getting worse quicker. Um, Tennessee, the uh, state, the House. Um, the state legislature uh, passed a anti-drag um, bill that is so unfocused and open to interpretation. I mean, I think any dra- anti-drag bill is fucked, but this one was obviously left wide open. Um. I believe that they are all, are trying to push ahead on a a bill that's going to force uh, trans children to detransition. I I don't know how that's going to work, other than it's bad. It's These things are happening. They're happening closer together. The abortion bans are are moving forward at a at a quick pace. The um the places that have already gotten bans through are now starting to work on what we knew they all would work on, which is making it harder to get morning after pills or or uh pill abortions. Um And so I think what I think I th- I think we all need to start understanding what we're looking at and how it works and why it works, why fascism works the way it does, how it works the way it does, and what it why it does what it does. The reason cops in the 2020 uprising started beating the fuck out of street medics is it's demoralizing. It is demoralizing. If you are a frontline protester, if you have, if you're a 17 to 25 year old, that's black blocked up and is putting your body out there weekend after weekend or night after night in some cities, and the small community-based support that you get, you watch cops brutalize and destroy. 
that's going to piss some people off and make them dig in harder, but it's going to scare other people and make them quit. And that's the, that's the point. That's, that's the, that's what's, that's what they're trying to do. And, um, I just, I don't know, I don't know nice or fun ways to explain this. Uh, We, you just got to start understanding now and getting in the mental space now that, um, that that is what that's what it's they're going to do. They're going to do things. They they arrested these people in North Carolina and charged them with felonies. They have started calling the forest defenders terrorists and charging them with you know terrorism charges because they're trying to scare the fuck out of everyone else. Fascism authoritarianism only has the one tool now and that and that is fear they have different layers of that they have the just merely scaring you with intimidation but over a long enough course and with enough time that's where you get genocides from you know the 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 genocides in nazi germany were many things they were many things one of those things it was a fear tactic you build these Machines of death, these factories of murder. And, you know, you're don't don't think that that wasn't also there to send a message to Germans. You know, the. I just don't I don't know if we. We do such a, a poor job in this country of learning about the past and that and putting it in context. Um, I am terrible at memorizing dates. Like I have a hard time knowing the, the dates of things, but I'm very I'm pretty good at understanding the context of things like why it's important. Every Republican convention, state-level party meeting, every political rally has open Nazis now at it. They're still not openly on stage. Uh, They're not flying swastika flags on the podium yet. 
but they're in front of every, every rally now, every time. Like, we are marching to a very specific place. And um, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. You need to start deciding what you are willing to do now. Get a good first aid kit. Take a stop the bleed course if you can. If you feel comfortable enough, healthy enough mentally, start a chapter of the John Brown Gun Club. Organize yourselves. We are we are all we have. I'm going to put a link to a video of a street medic talking about a time that they were targeted by the National Guard and shot with rubber bullets. Um, and I'm going to put a link into the, the Asheville um, uh, legal, legal Defense Fund for the people that were arrested there. I am not I am not hopeless, but but my I I truly believe that all hope needs to come from a place of reality. So I'm also not blind and I'm not ignoring what uh what's right in front of me. And I'm going to I'm going to say that to y'all and I'm going to keep saying it. We, we got to protect each other and we're going to need to, there's only so far we can move away from this because the, once these fuckers start in earnest and I'm talking like the next phase, which will be arresting families, arresting trans kids. Once they start doing that, there will there will be no red states and blue states because they won't let there be. I understand that now. Once once they have once they have tasted that level. It that's that's it. They there's no going back. Quickly or peacefully. Because that hunger is never quenched, or thirst is never quenched. They'll they'll never stop. Not of their own volition. Yeah, I managed to not cry. I wasn't sure that was going to happen. Sorry, I still have a little bit of a cold, so I probably sound gross in this mic. <clears throat> I'm going to close out with listening to a couple of songs by a Chicago uh, hardcore band, uh, The Lowborn. Um, 
friend, uh, my friend, friend of the Nathaniel, friend of the loon, the band, friend of the pod, Jesse is the vocalist and she is great. These are great songs and, and they, it's, it's just, I don't know. I've been getting back into hardcore as I find like not cis white dudes doing hardcore. And it's nice to hear music that meant so much to me as a kid. Um, and then, and then burned me out so bad because it became so toxic and boring and to see it now, like a whole bunch of like femme folks and queer folks, uh, finding it and like pushing it forward into new and interesting places. And, uh, I think the Lowborn is just fucking fantastic. I've, I've listened to the, the three song demo of which I'm going to play two of the songs. Um, just a, a ton. And, um, uh, I believe I'm going to, let me, let me open up my text and, uh, uh, just make sure. Cause I asked, I asked her if there was anything, um, that, that she wanted known. Uh, the demo was, uh, are they working on a full length? Uh, they're recording at the rock spot on Chicago's beautiful South side. Oh, th- this, this demo was recorded in, the uh, at the rock spot on Chicago's beautiful South side last year. Um, they're working on a full length, uh, and y- you know, in her words, the rest of it speaks for itself, and I agree. So we're gonna listen to um, two songs off of that, um, and ooh, let me make sure titles. Uh, just always so so sloppy. My professionalism so great. Uh, we're gonna do um, side by side, uh, which I think is very pertinent to what i've been discussing in this podcast and then we're going to end with my favorite which is mansplain which i think is just a the the best the fucking best um so hope you enjoy that i'm gonna link to their band camp you know go and support them if you can support local music as things get fucking shittier and harder and and more intense, we have to hold on to these things that are also beautiful, like music and art and love and sex and food and poetry and, and sunsets and sunrises and forests and grass and our, our animals and all of these things that are beautiful that, that make fighting these fascist fucks worth it we have to remember all of those and hold them even tighter and closer so uh i love you very much uh loon the band loves you very much so very much we've got some exciting things coming up uh, i can't announce any of them yet but but i as soon as i can i will um be anti-fascist and anti-racist be pro black and brown be pro trans and queer gender is a myth it is a box that they built to keep us all trapped inside free yourself and in freeing yourself free the world until next time <laughs>